Well, here we are. Now that the holidays are over, we are plopped right into the start of a new year. And that means different things to different people. Some people embrace it as a chance to start fresh with a clean slate. Others dread going back to work and school after the most wonderful time of the year. Regardless of your perspective, however, here we are, January 1st. On today's episode, we have asked some of our friends their perspectives on the new year, and we're looking to find out what it means for their personal, professional, and financial goals. So let's get started. Question one, do you have any emotions about the start of a new year? I do have emotions about the start of a new year. I'm quite nervous. I'm very excited to work on some 2019 projects that I've been excited about for a lot of 2018. So I'm very excited and hopeful that things will go well. I'm generally not a very emotional person, um, but I guess I'm excited for 2019. How about you? Same. I like the start of a new year. It's kind of feels, it feels like a fresh start, a new leaf. A new it leaf. feels like it's full of possibilities. Like a mint leaf? Yeah. <laughs> or a kiwi leaf. <laughs> Um, I usually like the end of a year. I like the closing out of a year. Um, I usually have a little bit of hesitation or trepidation about a new year just because I don't know what's coming and I'm a person that kind of likes to know what's on the horizon. I do tend to make resolutions uh, and I never stick with them, but I'd like to. Maybe this will be it. 2019 is going to be the year, guys. I guess the emotions I would say is I'm pretty excited for the new year. Uh, I ended 2018 in a good way, and so I want to continue that through 2019. I think there's always a little bit of anxiety about beginning a new year and concern to make it successful and better than the last. Uh, I'm really excited about having another year. Um, it always represents a fresh start and new beginnings. I get very sentimental at the end of the year, um, and so I always think about the year ahead, the year that's just ending, how can I improve on myself, do I need any more Brene Brown books? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would say that I do get pretty sentimental towards the end of the year. I always get excited for a new year with everything that can happen, that can change. It's just an exciting prospect of where am I going to be next year compared to where I am right now. Yes, I have a lot of emotions. The start of a new year for me is always a new beginning. Uh, it marks the start of a new season, of a new cycle. So I'm always excited to adopt new hobbies that I'll probably give up by the end of the year anyway. Question two, what makes a year meaningful? To me, a year is meaningful based off of the experiences that I have throughout the year, such as getting engaged this year. I'm always excited to see what next year is going to bring that is gonna really draw those memories of, oh, I remember in 2019, I did this. Um, so I lost a family member this year, so I probably would have answered with something a little bit more vapid previous to now. Um, I do view things a little bit differently, so I think spending time with family and people you care about and love ultimately makes a year more meaningful than things or vacations or uh, material stuff. I think the people you spend it with make your year meaningful. A meaningful year is meaningful because of the people in it and what you accomplish with those people. Personal accomplishments that you've done or overcome, or personal growth as well, and spending time with your family. New memories with your family. 
just a compilation of good moments, hopefully interjected between the dips and the lows that you have. But for me, what makes a year meaningful is spending time with my family, my extended loved ones, having them all be in good health and happy usually makes for a pretty meaningful year for me. I'd have to say the experiences you accrue throughout the year. Uh, in my opinion, if you have a lot of good experiences throughout the year, that's what makes it meaningful. Oh, man. Uh, looking back on a year and seeing big events, big changes that, that change your station in life or to change, that change who you are as a person. Meaningful. The big things? Yeah, the big things. Hmm. I'd say even looking back and seeing subtle changes in relationships and... You get those every year. What? Subtle things, little things. I'm just saying I think a year can be meaningful and might not have huge events. Every year can be meaningful in different ways, but what I find meaningful in a year typically revolves around the people I spend time with, the books I get to read, uh, and the places I get to travel, uh, and the experiences that I have. Establishing goals, milestones connected to them, and keep it, having a circle of people around you to help you stay accountable. I think meaning comes from how much I've accomplished in a given year. Um, and, and that goes in every area of my life, really, financial, professional, personal. So I could tell you, 2018 was not a great year for me, but I'm looking forward to 2019. Three, what changes are you going to make in the coming year? So my husband and I are actually looking at potentially selling our house. We are fixing up some things and thinking we're going to put our house on the market and maybe downsize into something smaller. Uh, it's just the two of us, and we've been talking about it for years and years and years to kind of get rid of some of the stuff we don't need and live a simpler life. So I think that's kind of what we're striving for in 2019. A big change in the coming year is going to be uh, just a change of lifestyle with a new baby in the family. I, I want to look at this next year and change the way I'm working, change the way I'm doing my academics uh, to be more efficient. I think I'll try to continue some of the changes I made in 2018 into 2019. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'd like to be more intentional about reaching out to family and friends I haven't spoken to in a while. Also, I'm looking to learn a new language in 2019. I cannot disclose this in this podcast. <laughs> I'll be a father in the coming year. Mm -hmm. You will be done with school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those are the biggest things. Those changes are kind of going to drive whatever habits we make or break this year. I'll be traveling to Europe for the first time. So I'll be able to say I'm a world traveler, finally. Um, planning a wedding, but not quite getting married yet. So really just working on myself and always just trying to be a better person would be the real answer. Absolutely none. I am a, <laughs> I am a perfect person. No, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. The, uh, the resolutions I tend to make at the end of the year, I have purposefully throughout the last three or four years tried to not make very grandiose plans for how I'm going to change. Um, I try to make them a little more lighthearted so I can make sure that I keep them after March. Is a resolution to you? A resolution to me is something I set January 1st every year. 
uh, and seldomly achieve. I think maybe I've only been successful at one resolution in the past 20 years, but I like seeing when other people achieve them. I think it's very inspirational. I just never, ever do it. Resolution to me would be, you know, having something in mind that you want to accomplish for yourself or for others and coming up with a plan to accomplish it. That's a tough question. <laughs> a lot of resolutions can be made and usually they set you up for failure. So um, I try to not put the word resolution to something and just try to take things day by day and be intentional about where I want to be by the end of the year. Resolutions to me uh, have, have often been the giant list that I have put together at the beginning um, of a new year to say, here's what I'm going to accomplish this coming year. Uh, for years and years, I made massive lists of resolutions for New Year's, and the last two years, I decided to not make any formal resolutions, but to just make two or three bullet points of things I wanted to do differently, um, or things I wanted to really set out as a major goal for the year. Um, this year, a resolution is going to be being a good father, being a good academic, and being faithful in the workplace. Those are really my three big resolutions for this next year, and they're general enough where I can keep pressing on when I fail. Um, but also I want them to inspire me to continue uh, working through the year. A resolution to me is something that I can actively work towards, whether it's something big or something small. It doesn't necessarily have to be that I want to lose 15 pounds this year, um, even if it's just something like saying I love you more or calling my parents more or calling my grandparents more, little things like that that uh, will just overall make me happier, make other people happier, um, but not something necessarily materialistic or physical. A resolution is when you resolve to do something. You, you, it's almost like swearing an oath to yourself that you're gonna accomplish a certain goal that you've set for yourself. A resolution to me is anything that I set out to do and I knock it out of the park and kill it. You know, I'm not a big believer in resolutions. I believe in adopting new, better habits. And, you know, like I'm not the one to start going to the gym in January. First of all, it's packed, right? Who wants to do that? But really, I'm all about consistency over intensity. Question five. Did you make resolutions this year? How did they go? I think I made resolutions and I don't remember any of them. So they probably went very badly or they did not happen at all. I'm sure that I did make resolutions. I do not remember, which leads me to believe they did not go well. So I didn't necessarily make resolutions at the beginning of the year, but towards the end of the year, I had in mind some things I wanted to change and I went about doing those, and so far I've been pretty successful. They went fabulously. I did make resolutions this year. One of my resolutions this year was to eat more blue cheese, and I absolutely knocked that out of the ballpark. Um, one of the resolutions I had for this year was to buy red velvet shoes, knock that out in January. So I would say that my resolutions are going pretty good, going pretty good this year. Well, at the beginning of 2018, I had a couple generic bullet points. I, I knew I wanted to figure out exactly where I wanted to be um, in my academic career, and I didn't know what that meant exactly in December of 2017, but it's now December of 2018, and 
Uh, I moved across the world with my wife to Scotland from the US, which was a pretty big movement and I'm really grateful for that. And I definitely failed some of them. I did not uh, re remain as active and fit as I had hoped in 2018, um, but we're gonna start again for next year. This past year in 2018? I didn't make one resolution. I didn't. I did not either. Because we're boring and <laughs> are nearsighted. So I did. I made a few. Um, one that I stuck with was to exercise regularly several times a week. I have done that. Um, I made some other ones that I did not stick with, like cooking at home more often. That fell apart probably by April. Um, another one I did and I actually did achieve was to spend more time with my family. I know sometimes... Um, Life gets busy and you don't take their calls or you don't see them as often as you should. And I definitely made an effort this year to make them a bigger part of my life. Um, I'm sure I made a lot more. I think actually I had a whole list. So that shows you how many of probably the 10 I have that got actually achieved. Again, I don't like resolutions. So I had a list of goals that I wanted to accomplish. One of those goals was I wanted to read at least 20 non-fictional books. And I was able to accomplish that goal. As a matter of fact, yesterday, I read my 20, I finished reading my 21st book. That was part of uh, my plan for this year, and I was able to accomplish it. Six, how do you make resolutions stick? Do some resolutions not stick? I think getting in a habit of things, I think it's really easy with momentum at the beginning of the year. I mean, look at any gym, it's full of triple the amount of people that you'll see in July. So I think momentum alone will only carry you so far. I think making something a habit that you remember to do regularly until it's just innate is what makes a resolution stick. Um, I think resolutions that do not stick are resolutions for me that are not fun, much like going out to eat, because I like going out to eat and getting a cocktail as opposed to cooking chicken and broccoli at home. I think that's boring. So if it's not fun for me, it doesn't stick. I try to honestly make pretty low-key resolutions um, that aren't necessarily a big time drag and that I know are actually realistic things that I'll stick to. They are not resolutions if they do not stick. You did not resolve anything. My formula for making resolutions stick is to make them small and manageable and I am not sure why everyone thinks that resolutions have to be like Lent. I don't think it has to be Lent. I think they can be happy fun things that you can absolutely add to your year and so I try to make them happy fun things. If I make a grand plan in January, I am really let down come March if I'm still not doing it. However, throughout the year, if I sit down and say to myself, self, you need to be better about X, Y, and Z, let's try to start that new habit. I find that I can make smaller incremental changes throughout the year when there's less pressure on me and everyone around me to try to lose 20 pounds, to stop whatever vice, fill in the blank, then it isn't it. The letdown is much, it's a much softer landing. It's a much softer landing. Making resolutions stick is a personal decision. I mean, you are deciding that you are the boss of your own life. You're going to make your own reality happen. Absolutely. What I do is I have a quarterly family meeting where my family and I will go through our goals for the year to keep each other accountable. I feel like that's the only way to make things stick long term. You need follow up. Yes, a lot of resolutions do not stick. 
Um, I think looking at things as a resolution can kind of be, they can that can kind of set you up for failure. So instead of uh, having a set resolution, you just make a change and try to achieve that change on a daily basis. I make resolutions stick when I work with people that are smarter than me, that can help me, give me guidance and advice. I work to make those resolutions stick when I keep friends around me that I know that will be honest. Uh, you have to be disciplined. You have to be self-disciplined and be able to do things that you don't want to do or do things that are painful, you know, even when you really don't want to do them because you have a long-term vision for the future rather than just a vision for the immediate. Yeah, discipline is important. I think setting realistic expectations is important. If you are unrealistic, you're not gonna stick to your goals because you're not gonna see progress. So I'd say setting realistic goals and also accountability. Finding people who are like-minded, um, telling them what your resolutions are so that they can hold you accountable. I think that helps keep people on track. Agreed. Sticking to the resolutions. Accountability is good. Resolutions are very easy to let go and not keep up with. And that's part of why I'm trying less to make giant lists of resolutions now and much more to just figure out what the heart is of the changes that I want to have in the new year uh, to do better at. I think something, making a resolution that's general enough to persevere through uh, when you get knocked down is really important. Um, Specificity is so important, but at the same time, you don't want to make it impossible for you to continue following your resolutions, and I think that's very important. Seven, do you have any big financial goals for 2019, and are you ready to take them on? Oh, I don't know if I can say bad words, but hell yes. <laughs> I do have big financial goals for 2019, and I am ready to take them on. When I talk with people that are my advisors and my closest friends, they'll say, do you understand what's going to be asked of you to do these things? And I go, yeah, I'm absolutely prepared for them. So I am really excited about that. Oh, this is for my husband. This isn't for me. Do you have any big financial goals for 2019? Are you ready to take them on? I am never ready to take on my financial goals. Do not tell my husband that. Um, I do have financial goals for the year. I um, have started trying to be a lot better about um, putting things into money buckets, things such as Christmas gifts so that they are not so overwhelming come October, November, and December. So my goal for 2019 is to be a lot better about making sure that I stick to those budgets and I stick to those goals so that at the end of the year, I feel pretty good about myself. Absolutely. I have huge goals. I will be turning 29 years old in 2019. And one of my goals is to start hitting retirement real hard i do want to start investing more and more consistently towards it that's one of my goals is and yes i am ready to take them on so they're probably not big financial goals uh, my husband and i have paid off all of our debt except for our house i think what we would like to do is invest more and learn a little bit more about investing um, diversify kind of where our money is at We've been pretty complacent with just putting money in the same places for years and years and years and not seeing much of a return. So I think we'd like to dabble uh, in some diversification of our portfolio. And am I ready to take them on? Uh, no, probably not, but I'm going to do it anyways. 
I do have big financial goals for 2019. I had big financial goals for 2018. Uh, for 2018, it was to stay out of debt, um, but to figure out what my plan was for my master's and for continuing my education. In 2019, it will be to continue that and build on it um, and to hopefully end 2019 in a stronger place than I'm ending 2018. That would be the goal. Um, in the middle of school, in the middle of my master's with a baby on the way due in about two weeks, that could take many different turns. And so I'm excited to see how that plays out. But I do think uh, that I'm ready to take them on and I'm actually really excited about that. That's one of my favorite things about the beginning of a new year is the new opportunity to succeed where I failed possibly in past years. I currently do not have any big financial goals for 2019. I did have some big ones for 2018 and those were achieved. So 2019, I'm pretty much on cruise control. Um, financial goals? I have financial goals for my business. Like, absolutely. I, I want to have more sales this year for my business. Overall, I really hope to save more money than I spend. And that's more of an ongoing conviction than it is a resolution set in a specific timeline. So yeah, those my goals save more spend less and uh, spend my money more wisely for sure well we're having a baby so the big financial goal for us i think is to come through this pregnancy and all the hospital bills associated with it and not go into debt <laughs> would be our big thing yeah and we've got some student loans um i'm finishing nursing school this spring so i think a goal for me is to get a large portion of those loans paid off by the end of the year um, and then a smaller goal is just to sit down make a budget a monthly budget and sticking to it throughout the rest of the year um, I think that's a one of my personal goals for us 2019 is going to be a pretty major year for finances for me um, paying for a trip to Europe uh, saving for a wedding while at the same time trying to pay off a big chunk of debt. I've been planning and thinking about it for a long time, so I like to think that I am ready to start tackling it, uh, but we'll see what the year actually brings and throws at me. What is the best memory you have from 2018? Wow, that's, that's hard. 2018 has been an incredible year and a hard year. This last year, I have lived in two different countries, did a lot of traveling. So many incredible memories from this last year. Most of the best memories that I have were times spent with my wife, uh, just enjoying each other and exploring and traveling to new places and honestly spending time with friends. Spending time with friends are some of the most meaningful moments that we can have. I got to see Disneyland for the first time. I got to see the Pacific Ocean for the first time. So I have, I have a lot of really great memories from 2018. So many more than just those. My best memory from 2018 would be watching my daughter perform in a riveting performance of uh, ballet's Beauty and the Beast with her uh, Russian ballet company. It was the first time I've experienced stage mom syndrome and wept like a baby. Um, even though her her turns were probably not the best that they could have been, but just watching her um, work super hard and seeing even at eight years old, so dedicated to um, doing something that she was excited about and watching her um, have fun with it just was really exciting as a parent. I'd say probably one of the best ones that comes to mind is our anniversary trip when we went kayaking around Sanibel Island. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I, that actually did stick out in my mind as one of my best memories. My brother's wedding sticks out there. That's the first time my family's been together and all of us in over a year. Oh God, it involves me drinking. I can say that. Um, so my best memory from 2018, in March, I went to New York with my husband and my brother and his wife, and we had a great time. Um, and we had had a pretty fun night, and at midnight, we sat in the middle of Times Square, uh, slightly inebriated, and watched some like art show on the things. And then on the way back, we got on the subway, and we met some bums and a crazy lady and sang with them on the subway all the way back to our hotel. It was probably the hardest I've laughed in a long time, and I will tell that story until I'm like 90 years old. I think the point is, every new year, every new day, every decision that you make is a chance to move forward, to be better, and to pursue the things that matter to you and your family. Whether you make a list that's as long as your arm, or you just wake up every day with goals that you want to achieve, we're all on a journey forward, and we should give it our all every day, no matter what obstacles creep up throughout our year. We here at Educate wish you a happy new year, and we look forward to helping you become more confident in all the financial decisions we all have to make every day. If there's anything we can do to help, send us an email at hello at educate.com or leave us a voicemail at 407-706-8499. So that's nice, but it's, it's interesting that you think the root word of resolution It's resolute, Michael. Is, it's resolute. No, Did you resolute? Did you resolve something? Right. Did you finish no, it? Not, not, not finish. No. Resolve as in no, take a, resolve. Take a stand. And I'm, but, I did you but did you myself. take a stand if you didn't stand and you hopped yeah. for like 30 seconds? No, but you're, you did not resolve. Absolutely not. No, stop it. Stop it. I am on, I am on a path to change America and to get us to stick with our goals past like March.